You're listening to The Patchwork Girl and Friends. I'm Kendra, and I love having interesting conversations with my friends about art, media, life, the universe, and everything. And that is what this podcast is all about. I am so excited because we were finally able to connect the international podcast team of Arthur and Kendra. Yay! Yay! This is my really good friend Arthur and he is taking time out of his busy evening to join me in my morning as we are on different continents. (laughs) Thank you, Arthur. Uh, thank you too. Thank you for inviting me to be here. I've been looking forward to this for a very, very long time. Me too. And we're going to be talking about one of our favorite music artists, which is called Passenger. And yeah. I don't think Passenger is super popular in the US. He's very famous. He... um. Passenger is his stage name slash album name. His real name is Michael David Rosenberg. And he is most <laughs> he is most famous for his song Let Her Go, which was released in 2012. And that was very, very popular in the US. But that is actually not my favorite song of his. I love his music and I forced Arthur to listen to a lot of it. And uh, what do you think of Passenger, Arthur? Well, first off, let me say that I'm very happy that you forced me to listen to a lot of it because now I'm a fan. I, I just love Passenger as well. And um, yeah, it's it's true that he's not very famous. A lot of people don't really listen to him or don't know him. But that song, that one song that you talked about, Let Her Go, is very, very famous, actually. And uh, it's probably the only song that a lot of people know out there from Passenger. Which I think is a shame because it, it's a good song, but I feel like it doesn't capture what most of his other songs capture. And that is why we're here today, is to talk about all the other songs that have the themes that we love. Arthur, do you want to try and explain what his music sounds like since i <laughs> since i can't play it on the podcast <laughs> right um that that's quite a very hard question but um i would say his music his music is quite it's quite slow I, I don't know if fits in the pop culture uh kind of music but i, I would say it's pop but probably not the same kind of pop as the pop music we listen to these days. What I like about his song, what I like about his music is mostly the lyrics. I feel like a lot of people my age, young people, are not, they don't really have time for, for deepness and lyrics and, and stuff. They really are for like catchy stuff. And um, yeah, so if you're looking for something that is deep, something that is gonna make you think and reflect upon, uh, your life and your views and whatnot, then Passenger is the right kind of music for you. My favorite kind of music is mostly, what is it called? Folk rock, which right. according to Wikipedia, Passenger is also folk rock. And Mumford & Sons is one of my other favorite 
bands. And I actually found Passenger because I was listening to a Pandora station for Mumford and Sons and Passenger kept coming up. So I, I just started listening to a lot of Passenger. And I like that style because, as you said, Arthur, the lyrics are really meaningful. And what it feels to me is it feels like poetry that's put to music. It, right. it does, to me, it's d even different than a, a song, if you will. It's poetry put to music. And I really love that. Uh, yeah, about, about that, actually. And I, I think it, it is the same reason why I like it. Um, I'm really big on poetry. I, like, I love poetry. And um, when I listen to Passenger, it's true that all of his music um, is really, really good. But I think when I listen to his songs, at least I always look up the lyrics first. I almost fall in love with the lyrics before I actually fall in love with the song in itself as a whole, like the combination of um, the lyrics and, and the music. So yeah, it's it's very deep, it's very meaningful, and that's uh, what I really like about his songs. What are some of the themes that we see throughout the the different songs because as we were talking about this before we started recording there's some pretty cool themes in his music right i think i think as you said well before we start recording um there's a lot of growing just as a person in in his songs um there's a lot of um bittersweet so a lot of the songs will be about um stuff that you remember stuff that you would love to experience again but time is gone and um you've got but yeah it's it's a lot of that it's a lot of um pain and and joy together and it's a very very brilliant combination of those two something that i've been thinking about as well when i usually listen to music i I take it very personally. So right. I always like change the lyrics so that they apply to me or something. And something that yeah. a lot of passenger music does that. And I just take it and I, it's like a, a time for me of this time in my life feels like this song, but something else that is quite unusual about passenger is I like how specific it is about his life. I feel right. like he writes very, very specifically about being in the UK and the culture and his growing up and really specific things. And I think it's so interesting that we both really like him because we... Right we are from different cultures and different places and he's from a completely different culture than either of ours and yet we really like his stuff i think that's so interesting yeah i really think that well at least some of the fact well a lot of the factors you said in these songs are very specific and proper to his life but it's also the fact that there are somewhat cultural universals in the sense that um, they might be happening for him in his life in the UK, but somewhere in other cultures, the same things are also happening to other people. And um, 
he talks about that in a way that you can relate to it as well, even though you didn't live quite the same experience as he did. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite songs? <laughs> please quote some of the lyrics since we can't give our listeners an audio file because I'm avoiding copyright issues. But I believe we can read the lyrics without any problems. <laughs> right. Um saying some of my favorite songs is i don't know it's quite hard because i really like just every single one of his songs well i do love i do like some more than others but i, I was listening actually to a couple of songs from passenger earlier today and um i think i'm gonna share some of those um the first one we should look at i think is one that is called home and that song is very very beautiful as the title says, uh, it's just, yeah, it, it really defines what home is and going back home, I guess, somewhere. And if I would share some of the lyrics from that song, then, um, well, the very, very first um, verse of the song says, they say home is where the heart is, but my heart is wild and free. So am I homeless or just heartless? Did I start this? Did they start me? That that little bit is just amazing when I think about it from a writing point of view. Um, it literally just takes something that is usual, something that we say all the time. Home is where the heart is, uh, meaning that that place that you long for, that place that you want to go back to, that's literally where your home is. But then there's something else that people usually say as well all the time is, uh, um, I'm a free spirit. I am wild. Um, meaning that they want to be experiencing adventures all the time, go around the world and see new things. Um, so when he says, well, home is where the heart is, but then at the same time is also wild and free, which means that he's, he literally has a home everywhere because in every new adventure, he, he finds his own there. He finds uh, love and joy there. So um, what does that mean then, that home is where the heart is? Does it mean that every single place on earth is your home? So that's that's the kind of things that he talks about in many of his songs. Like he brings you to this point where you're starting to really think about the stuff that we say, the stuff that um, we have constructed as, as thoughts and beliefs and um, just try to get your your head around it, and I really like that. Which album is that from? Um, I am not quite sure. Okay. I, what? Well, yeah, I think the album is the album is called Home. I think the album is called Home. Okay. Yeah. As I also find it interesting that most of my favorite songs are all from one album. And I, oh. I want I wanted to see if yours were spread out or from I, an album. I think mine are literally spread out. Um, I have songs from. I think each album, when when he has a new album out, I go through all of the songs and I pick the ones that I love from that album. So I have favorite songs from each of his albums, not just in one album. So my favorite album is called All the Little Lights. Oh, and yes. that album came out around 
2013, 2012. And I was actually having a hard time around then. Um, there was just some things in my life that were hard. And one of his, two of his songs I would listen to over and over and over. Um, one is called um, Holes. And it is basically that bittersweet. We all have holes in our lives. We all have pain, but we keep, but we carry on. I, I think that's a British thing of like, carry on is a British thing, but it, it that made, that meant a lot to me. And then the other one is called Life's for the Living. And I yeah. like that song for many different reasons. First of all, because it was a comfort to me when, life was kind of dark of reasons to keep living and to keep going on and recently I just appreciate the craftsmanship of the words these lyrics are just crazy in how and beautiful in how they're unexpected and clever and fast I I feel like passenger is almost like slow rap <laughs> uh, because he just fits a lot of words into something. This line is from Life's for the Living, and I just, I love it so much. While the evening pulled the moon out of its packet, stars shone like buttons on an old man's jacket. We needed a nail, but we tacked it till it fell off the wall. While pigeons pecked trains, sparks flew like planes, the rain showed the rainbows and the oil stains, and we all had new iPhones, but no one had no one to call. Oh, oh if I could write like that. Indeed. Indeed. Especially the last line. It's my favorite line from that song. Um, we all had new iPhones, but no one had no one to talk, uh, to call. It's... Mm. It literally just defines society right now, I think, um, or at least in past years before 2020. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Because uh, it, with the rise of social media platforms of all, of all kind and um, everyone just being on their phone all the time, it feels like everyone is so immersed in that digital world. Uh, so, and, and in real life, we just, there's nothing happening no quality time there's no one um spending meaningful time with i think that line just describes that phenomenon very very well i'm glad you actually brought up the the virus and the pandemic right now because in his last album which is called patchwork which is not related yes. to uh, i think it's it's fitting but not related to my podcast uh <laughs> There's a song that's kind of about being at home, trying to social distance and looking at screens and it doesn't mean anything. And right. I think it's so interesting. He he wrote Life for the R Living, obviously, a while ago, but I, I feel like he really does capture the particular loneliness that people can have in modern society and then I, I think it's very interesting how he even pulled that into even more directly relating to what life is like during the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, 
I like I like the fact that you actually brought up his new his new album, his newest album, because one it's got it's got one song that I really, really like in that album. And it's called Sandstorms. I was actually listening to it earlier today. <laughs> and um uh, I think the reason why I like this song is because uh, I wrote a poem a while back and it, it kind of relates, I think, in some ways to this. And I guess that's that's what I was saying earlier. Like when when I listen to Passenger, it's always about the way I understand his songs and the way I interpret I interpret his um, his lyrics. Yeah, I like this song because at least the way I understand it, it's about abuse in in um, a relationship, a marital relationship, or like um, two lovers. And so um, it's, I think it's about stuff that we don't really talk about quite often. And um, I like the fact that he can actually lay it out in, in, in a song like this. I guess I can just read the first, the first verse and the chorus so you can get a feel of, of what the whole song is like. Um, the first verse goes, Crush lands out in the desert, picking through the wreckage with shaking hands. Ash and amber still burning, Propeller still turning, churning the sand. Lover, oh my lover, I know I'm not easy to understand. Cover, darling, take cover, for I am the sandstorm and you are the sand. When I read that, when I listen to that, um, what I see is um, a relationship. He's talking about his lover. So that would be a person that you're having a loving, a love relationship with. And... Um, why do I say that it's about abuse in, in such kind of a relationship? It's because of the lines that come after um, he's talking to his lover, after he's calling his lover. He says, I know I'm not easy to understand. And then uh, farther down he says, I am the sandstorm and you are the sand. Um, the way I understand it right, is that um, let's say there is two people in a love relationship and um, things have been going bad or like, anger management problems and um it gets to a point where sometimes he he starts get getting uh very aggressive and uh but then when everything is he has calmed down he realizes what he has done and how horrifying that can be um so i guess this is some kind of a redemption song or uh, asking for forgiveness is saying well, I know I'm not easy to understand. I know I'm not easy to live by. Uh, so whenever I'm about to go crazy, uh, start getting angry and, and aggressive and whatever, please take cover. Please, uh, I don't know, run away from me or something. You know, that's that's the way I understand it. And a couple of years back, I wrote a poem about that after I was um, reading a book from Trevor Noah, who is... A comedian, South African, and um, a person that has very uh, much inspired me in a lot of the stuff I do. He wrote a, uh, he wrote a book about himself called um, "Born a Crime." It's it's um, an autobiography. It talks about his life in South Africa during and after apartheid, and um, um, he talks about the fact that his mom remarried because he was born from. Um, um, Swiss dad and a South African mom, but then um, after after apartheid 
go uh, abolished, he remarried, uh, his, his mom remarried, and it was a South African man that was very aggressive in that relationship. So after I read the book and I was so touched by it, I wrote a poem about that kind of abuse that can happen in relationships. And um, I think this song just reminded me of that poem. It reminded me of that kind of a topic that we don't really talk about. And um, again, I said before, this is why I really love Passenger. He's got these topics that he always brings up and um, presents to the audience so that we can think about it at least as a society. Yeah, you talking about that made me think of one of my other favorites, which is called The Wrong Direction. And I'm, oh. I'm not a huge fan of love songs in general because I feel like they're either um, sappy or mean. <laughs> and right. this song, The Wrong Direction, is actually really funny and it, it makes me laugh. It's very <laughs> upbeat and it's talking about the awkwardness of relationships which i don't really hear in a lot of songs and right. it's basically this guy who is, i want a relationship i want a connection but i don't know how to do it and i'm afraid of getting hurt and i'm right. scared and and I, i'm gonna read this one line there's so many funny lines in here but one of my favorites is um there's fish in the sea for me to make a selection. I'd jump in if it wasn't for my ear infection. Because all I want to do is try and make a connection. It seems I've been running in the wrong direction. And yes. I, I feel like that's just really funny and really sweet and sad and true. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely something that a lot of people don't talk about or in their songs, as you said before. Um, songs, love songs at least, when we listen to them these days, they're all about, oh, there's this girl and she looks like this and I'm really in love with her or whatever, you know, it's all about physical appearance and stuff, but no one really talks about what it means to love someone, What no one really talks about what it's like to, to be in that process of like loving another human being and um, I don't know, everything that relates to that, all the awkwardness and everything else that can happen. I feel like as long as I've known you, you've been writing poetry, Arthur. And I want to know, how has Passenger affected your poetry? And what would you like your poetry to do for other people? We've been talking a lot about what Passenger's lyrics has done for us and what it means for us. What would you like your poetry to be like for other people? Well, I started writing poetry when I was about like... 15 years old, maybe. Um, it was it was literally just French poetry. Uh, I got introduced to poetry at school. Uh, I really liked it, and I wanted to write my own stuff. Um, but then a couple of years back, a couple of years ago from, from now, when I went to China to study abroad, uh, that's about when I really started to learn English. And I was like, I'm learning a new language, and I think the best way to... Uh, apply what I'm learning and, and at least try to get the language uh, right and understand all the tricks to mastering this language is to um, try to write poetry in this new language. So I started um, 
to write poetry in English, but um, it's it's been a process. It's been a process of first of learning the language, um, and also on the other side, learning uh, English poetry. Like today, I am still both of them learning the language and learning the poetry, um, English poetry that is, but. Um, listening to songs like the songs from Passenger, listening to songs from Mumford and Sons and uh, I don't know, the Most Diving Club. I think my poetry is now all about trying to get people to think about the hard topics, the things that we do not really bring out to light and that we do not really talk about most of the time. Um, and that means in most cases, very sad things like i don't know child abuse or like uh, uh the loneliness that there is even though everyone seems to be connected through social media and stuff so i think ultimately what my poetry is about is to raise awareness raise awareness about everything that's happening around us in this society and how we should or how we should relate to each other um, as as human beings, as normal human beings. So it's it's literally just. I think my poetry is all about setting a table where people from um, every race, background, and culture can just come sit and talk about a certain topic, or at least think about it, and give their. So I'm I'm literally just challenging people's opinions and. Uh, world views through my poetry. Yeah, I do want to brag on my friend right now. Dear listeners, my friend Arthur is highly accomplished. He speaks multiple languages. He writes poetry in a language he did not grow up speaking. He is awesome. <laughs> oh, we we are all awesome human beings. We should just learn from each other. Well said. Yeah. What's another song you like? You talked about what songs did you talk about in in all the little lights? Mm, yeah, and all the little lights. Actually, um, so all the little lights is an album, but it is also a song. Right. And what what songs did you talk about in that in that album? Because I think I want to yeah. talk about the song in itself, all the little lights. Oh, let's definitely talk about that song. Because that is one of my absolute favorite songs. Right. I really do like this song. Um, just the idea of having light in our hearts that would light up, um, I guess, light bulbs that would light up every single time we feel love and um, else just uh, go off every single time we lose love. It's It's a very, very interesting topic. So... I guess what this song is doing is inviting us really to um, love one another and um, have our hearts light up every single time we share and feel love. Um, so again, I guess what I could do is um, read the first verse and uh, the chorus. One went out at the bus stop in Edinburgh one went out in an English park. One went out in a nightclub when I was 15. Little light in my heart. One went out when I lied to my mother. 
said the cigarettes she found were not mine. One went out within me, now I smoke like a chimney. It's getting dark in this heart of mine. It's getting dark in this heart of mine. And this is the chorus. We're born with, with millions of little lights shining in the dark, and they show us the way. One lights up every time you feel love in, in your heart. One dies when it moves away. So, yeah, um, as, as you can see, he's literally talking about moments when, when you lie, moments when you do something that you know is wrong. And in those moments, one of those lights in your heart just goes off. But then when you feel love, when you, when you experience love, when you feel joy, there's a light that shines in your heart. There's a light that, um, there's a light bulb that lights up, if I can say it that way. So I really do like that song. And the whole song is literally about such kind of moments uh, when you lose love, when, when you gain it, when a light pops and, and your heart is shining or whatever. So, yeah. That's also one of the songs that I really like for its specifics. But I, now that I'm just thinking about it, it's specific in an interesting way and vague in an interesting way. So it's specific in that it says where the light went out. Of, right. It went out in a park in Manchester or it went out in an airport in Spain. But we don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's really good storytelling for a right. song. It's specific enough, and then your your brain imagines, well, what happened? Like, how right. did, what happened? And later on in that song, I really like he gets specific about how his uncle had a tumor oh, and yes. presumably dies and. So one light went out when he lost his uncle and now there's an empty boat with full of memories of him and his um, uncle fishing. And I really like that because it's not about a romantic relationship. It's, right. it's just about love and, and loss in all the different ways we love and can lose. Right. I, I think what I want to say as well is when he gives those specifics, uh, talking about the airport in Spain or uh, the bus stop in Edinburgh, he gives you the specifics that apply to his life, but then it also allows you to think about what is your bus stop in Edinburgh, what is your Spain, what is those bits in your life, those moments in your life when you experienced love or when you lost it, you know. And um, when he talks about, and that bit about uh, his uncle having a tumour and presumably dying, it's something that, we can all relate to. We all know someone that has gone through either cancer or some other kind of very serious illness, and um, they lost a life to it. Or like, um, yeah, it's 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 very specific, but also it's something that everyone can relate to, and that's very very brilliant. Another part of why I really admire Passengers' poetry is it is very sad but also hopeful like all the little lights that it's it's a sad song and i'm right. not sure if it's the music that brings it up or or if there's something in the lyrics too there's whenever he talks about sad things there's always this undertone of hope yeah i, I would very much agree with that as well and 
just like new just like you i'm not quite sure is it the music or uh just the way he writes his his lyrics but yeah there is there is that hope in there and it's I think it's actually good that there is hope because it would be another story if it was just sad and yes. no hope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I'm going to critique um that very famous song that he's known for is Let Her mm. Go. I feel like that one is is all the things I don't necessarily like. It is right. it is a a romantic love and it is a little sappy and it's not as hopeful and i i feel like it's a real shame that that is what he is known for when there's all these other songs that have really intricate wordplay and really deep thoughtful ideas <laughs> yeah i was going to say i was going to add to that i think that's why it's actually famous because that's what love songs are like these days they don't really have meaning back you know to them uh, it's just yeah sappy songs because everyone loves sappy songs yeah let's listen to sappy songs yeah i think you're right <laughs> <laughs> uh so speaking of hope i think one of my absolute favorite songs. Okay, they're all my favorite. I'm sorry. This is my favorite song. This is my favorite song. They're all my favorites. But one that actually makes me think of you, Arthur, whenever I listen to it, I think because we just listened to it a lot when we were together <laughs> and hanging out. Um, it's called Coins in a Fountain. And I feel like that is the most hopeful song. It is. It is really fun upbeat song and i'm going to um i'm going to quote one of the verses here it, it also has that awesome fast rhythm that i really like it's hard to sing passenger songs because he speaks very fast it's the rhythm is very fast and there's a lot of wordplay anyway here we go Hope is a ghost in the deepest of memories, stronger than ten of me, fear is the enemy. In the dark and it creeps like a shark, in the coldest sea in the deepest part. But hope is the beat in the oldest heart, a hand in a hand and a brand new start. Yes. Mm. Yes. I can literally recall all the moments, all the time we just sat there listening to their song. It's very, very brilliant. It's good. It is a good song. And like I say, it makes me think of you whenever whenever I listen to it in the times we would hang out listening to passenger music. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's I, also the word unicorn in that song, and I really, really like unicorns. I noticed. <laughs> After you changed some of your usernames to Mr. Unicorn, is Indeed. it because of that? Is that why? Uh, it's, it's not necessarily why. Um, but it's it's. I think it's because of of the minions. <laughs> the minions? Okay. Yes. This is a tangent, but I think now you have to explain why you changed your user <sighs> to Mister Unicorn um, because of the minions. <laughs> I I I don't I I don't know. I just like cute stuff <laughs> and uh, um, unicorns. Um, I don't even remember a lot about the, the minions because 
I haven't really watched a lot of it or like I'm not really into it, but there's a little girl, I don't even remember her name in, in, in the um, series and she's like always looking out for a unicorn and whenever it gets to a part, I'm like, oh, so cute. And everyone is like, unicorns are not real, unicorns are not, they don't exist. And I'm like, yes, they do, you know. it's. I guess it's just that part of me that is childish and literally just says that, you know what, unicorns are why you want to see them and uh, you should just grow up, yes, be an adult, responsible, but still be a child inside, on the inside. And yeah, that's 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 what it's all about. So I changed my username on Instagram to Mr. Unicorn, my Google or my in-game when I play with uh, some of my other friends, I play a lot of video games. My, my in-game name is Mr. Unicorn. Fluffy Panda. So yeah, it's it's yeah, it's all about being cute and being a child. <laughs> I think that's really cute. You know, yeah. something that I'm pulling this back to passenger now. Right. I I feel like I can appreciate his songs better now that I'm an adult. I feel they're right. very cathartic because they express some of the sadness about growing up. And I, yeah. I think I wouldn't have liked that uh, as as a young person, but I like I like it as an adult of like acknowledging there is some loss, right? But again, always with that undertone of hope. Of hope, yes. Yeah, um, that's that's very true. I do agree with that. So yeah. He, and I really like that about his songs as well. The, the fact that he can literally just say, you know what, growing up, it's not it's not all beautiful days, rainbows and unicorns. Unicorns again. <laughs> 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 but but it's it's also something that you have to go through. It's also something that is worth it. And um yeah, there is hope always. Thank you so much, Arthur, for taking the time to talk about Passenger with me. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. It, it always is a pleasure. You are my first international guest. Uh, that is, we're doing the interview in different parts of the world. And uh, I hope this is definitely not the last one. Woohoo! I'm representing the world. First... <laughs> Yes, I'm so happy that this works because then that means more. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything to recommend or to plug? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I could recommend. Uh, just go and listen to every single one of Passenger songs. How about that for a homework? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, check out Passenger. Check out um, the songs that we've... Um, this podcast because they're really really good song uh also check out some of his other songs you can also check out um some other music bands that we've uh mentioned like mumford and sons or the most star diving club they're really really good as well but um as for something to keep you productive something to read something to uh open your mind you can read the book that i recommend that i talked about earlier which is Born a Crime by 
uh, Trevor Noah, South African comedian and now host of The Daily Show. And I would like to add to that, he does an excellent audiobook. That is how I read the book. How do you say that? Um, I listened to the audiobook and I highly recommend it because he speaks, he is also like Arthur and he speaks several different languages and he not only has a very cool South African accent, but he will talk a little bit in the language and he is very good. So I would say listening to Born a Crime is even better than reading it. Right. I would agree with that because he literally just acts out the book. He yes. changes. <laughs> yeah, it's go go listen to the audiobook. Maybe you can read later, but listen to the audiobook first. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk to you later, Arthur. And thank you so much. All right. Thank you for having me. Um I'm I'm ready anytime if you ever wanna make another podcast. And uh yeah. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Patchwork Girl and Friends. I hope you enjoy the artwork I make for each and every episode, which you can see on social media like Instagram and Facebook. You can support the podcast on Patreon. And don't forget to send me a random quote using the Anchor app. <laughs>